you can make your water alkaline anyway, just off of food. I like mm. to um, put key limes in my water because mm. key limes is alkaline fruit. So if you just put any in your water, Boom. Now you have alkaline water. Welcome to the Healing Corner with Emily Tennyson. Here, Emily talks about how the power of nutrition, detoxification, spirituality, and tuning into our body's intelligence can help knock us back into emotional, physical, and spiritual alignment. Now, here's your host, Emily Tennyson. Hello, and thanks for joining me today as I get to sit down with holistic nutritionist Amber Gordon, otherwise known as at Amber Got the Juice on Instagram. Today, we'll discuss the importance of proper hydration for health and vitality, as well as healing from chronic illness. If you ever thought to yourself, hey, I could do this too, Amber is your woman for inspiration. Today, we discuss how she put her rheumatoid arthritis into remission, why she believes she contracted it in the first place, and the importance of clean hydration, including some of the nuances between the many types of waters that are trending right now and what to look out for. We'll also get into how she helps her clients with mindset and motivation, as that's arguably the most important thing when we're striving to achieve optimal health. Hey, Amber, welcome to The Healing Corner. It's great to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So the first question I want to ask you is, what have you eaten already today? I'm like always so curious when I'm talking to a nutritionist, how they've started their day out. Well, honestly, I have eaten anything. Um, one thing that I love to do is do intermittent fasting at least about four times, four days out of the week. So right now I've only drink some water and I'll probably have my first meal around 12 31 o'clock. Oh, I love that. Will you talk to us more about the benefits of intermittent intermittent fasting and why you're doing it? Yes. Um, so with intermittent fasting, um, it pretty much helps your body take a break from food. So it tends digest the food that you had prior. Um, I ate pretty heavy yesterday and that's the reason why I'm doing it this morning because I'm still trying my body to really break it down so that I won't clog up my colon or become constipated and all those horrible things so (laughs) it just pretty much help you to give your digestive system a break before you get started with your day when it comes to eating now when you say that you ate heavy yesterday what is what would you consider heavy eating um some a lot of carbs a lot of carbs. It was um, one of my close friends' birthday. So um, I ate more carbs than I usually would do on a daily basis. Got it. I like the idea of intermittent fasting. It seems like it's what we used to do before food was like readily available all day, every day. And I was (laughs) reminded of it actually when I was taking my son to the zoo recently, we talked to like a zookeeper and this is like a funny analogy, but the zookeeper was telling us about the bobcats and how they only feed them like every other day because that's sort of how they're used to eating in the wild. And it makes total sense for humans to maybe also consider doing that to give your body sort of a break from all the work it takes to digest. Absolutely. Like I, when people say that, um, eat three times a day, eat four times a day, every day, I'm like, how are, how is your body keeping up with all of that? Mm-hmm. Body mm-hmm. do that. Absolutely. 
I noticed a difference even when I stop eating by like 7 p.m. at night and then I go until at least 7 a.m. the next morning to have anything. I notice I even just feel like clearer in my mind. I have more energy. I know mm-hmm. that's not really like a, a huge fast, but it is something, right? And it's giving, yeah. you know, it's giving my body a little bit of a break. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. And um, I have those same when I start eating um, about around seven o'clock as well. Got it. Yeah. It just helps you sleep better, right? You're not like working as hard. Your body's able to, it's already digested. So it's now your body's rest like it's supposed to. So you can wake up the next morning energized. Mm-hmm. Love it. So I, Amber, I love your social media presence. I'm like obsessed with your vibe. I think that the, what you're putting out is so positive and it's also very direct in what people need to do and kind of confront within themselves to achieve better health. And I know that back, (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) I know that back in 2016, you were diagnosed with the autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis. I have a few people that I know that have that. And I really feel for you. I, I also was pleased to see that like after seeing five different doctors who basically told you that you'd be on medication for the rest of your life, you chose to invest in a holistic doctor and a health coach. And in just two months of dietary and lifestyle changes, you put your RA into remission, which is incredible. Will you talk to us a little bit about your journey and what that looked like? Yes. Uh, So... I was a horrible eater um, back in the day. <laughs> and I, but sometimes I will always, sometimes be cautious of what I was incorporating some form of vegetables, but I wasn't the greatest because um, I didn't know back then that food really plays a role when it comes to your health and um, the born of disease. I didn't know nothing. So, when I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, um, if you don't know what that is, your immune system attacks itself. And a few of the symptoms are fatigue, joint pain, uh, mood swings, uh, sick very easily because your immune system is not strong at all. So I was bad pictures of who I was around. And uh, especially when I flew on uh, flights, airplanes, I had to make sure I took a lot of like vitamins before I got on the flight because I would probably get sick, you know, wherever I arrived at. Um, so I started getting the joint pains first in my fingers. I had a sit down job. So at first I thought it was carpal tunnel. Um, and I started getting um, joint pain around my knees, my ankles, and I have flat foot. So I was like, well, maybe because I just don't have an arch. Otherwise, infected my knee. So I ended up getting foot surgery and everything because mm-hmm. nobody knew what I had or what was going on. Um, until my fifth rheumatoid, I mean, rheumatologist told me that um, you have rheumatoid arthritis. And I was like, okay, what is that? Because I need to know more in detail. Because I, I looked it up before, you know, dark Google. You look at yeah. your symptoms before you go to the doctor. So right. that did pop up first. The pictures I've seen, I was like, that I don't have those, so it couldn't be it. But yeah. I was diagnosed by my fifth rheumatologist, um, and he immediately put me on steroids, 
which had me gain a lot. And then um, a, a, until my medication was delivered, um, a problem like a month later where I had to inject my thigh once a week. Oh my gosh. So since with autoimmune disease, like rheumatoid arthritis, um, your immune system attacks itself. So he gave me a medication that will help with my immune system to stop attacking this, suppresses my immune system, which make me can get sick even faster than the normal person. Um, yeah. I was young. I was 26 at the time, going on 27. And the thought of me having to inject myself once a week was just not realistic for me. So I ended up investing in a holistic doctor, like you mentioned, in a health coach. And they both helped me understand the meaning of food in food is medicine. Mm-hmm. And just me removing a lot of things in my diet, I was able to put my disease into remission. You know, I don't recommend that to a lot of my clients. You know, listen to your doctor. I was a little rebellious because yeah. I didn't want to take it anymore. I'm like, well, I'm not feeling any symptoms, so I should be fine. But, um, of course, the doctors um, wanted me to stay on because it was like you could do some internal damage from not being on there. But every time they gave me to the test or x-ray, they didn't see damages. They saw my inflammation level was low. So I just didn't agree with them uh, wanting me to stay on the medication. So they officially took that diagnosis off of my chart this year. That's amazing. Yes. That's incredible. I bet that felt so good. Yes. I'm like, stop putting that disease on me. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I, more and more, I I feel like that's sort of like, you're sort of like hexing someone by saying like, you have this condition, you can't live without it. You know, you are like cursing them in a way. It's like, stop doing that. Just let me. Yes. Yeah. You figured it out. That's amazing. What, what in your mind do you believe um, brought on rheumatoid arthritis? Um, my gut, uh, I had, I had horrible gut health and I didn't realize how important it was to actually use the number two, have a bowel movement every day. Mm-hmm. And I was not going every day. I was probably going once every three, four weeks. It was bad. Whoa. Uh, yeah. So just the toxins and the bad bacteria, um, and my stomach was just tearing my inside part, which um, start off with leaky gut. So people who have autoimmune disease most likely have a, the leaky gut syndrome. It's when you have holes in your gut. And so the food that you're eating sits for a long time. It just gets um, bad, like the food counter too long. It does the same to your stomach. So those bad toxins were leaking out of gut. And it was just affecting all of my organs. And so my immune system just went crazy. It was like, okay, what's going on in here? So it just started attacking it. And then it started attacking its own self because it was trying to overdo what it's supposed to do in your body. So right. definitely the way I was eating was affecting my health. Yeah. What, what were you eating mostly? Like when you look back at that time, what would you say was the common stuff in your diet? Oh, my favorite cheeseburger. 
French fries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love these. I love cheese pizza with stuffed cheese crust. Oh, yeah. So um, good. <laughs> a fast food eater, McDonald's, Burger King. Like everything I said you can think of, I was eating it. I love steak. I love ribeye. Yeah. Mashed potatoes, all starch, you no, know, hardly any vegetables when I went out to um eat. Mm-hmm. I would try to cook the vegetables at home, but I was um yeah, very starchy, very processed eater. Mm-hmm. I know, I know it's funny, like looking back at my childhood as well, like you know, my parents were very diligent about having eating everything in moderation, but when I look back, I'm like, man, I did pretty well to be able to eat a lot of things that I would never feed my four-year-old now, you know, like, and I say that from just having learned a lot about nutrition and being in charge of, you know, your health, uh, not only for yourself, but also now as a parent, you know, it's like extremely important to me. So yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I'm not a mother, um, yet, but I mentally plan on how I want to raise my children, what they're eating. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not to like knock, you know, any parents, I feel like we're all doing the best we can with the information we have and what makes sense in the moment and what resources are available. So it's not to judge or to knock anybody, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Once you learn more, it's hard to unlearn it or to like not see it. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So you take out, you took out the McDonald's, you took out all the cheese pizza. What kind of, (laughs) what kind of, um, diet did you start incorporating in order to reduce inflammation in your body and get on a, a path to heal? Um, so I went plant-based. I really had to really look into um, consuming more foods that were anti-inflammatory since my body was so inflamed. Mm-hmm. I had to remove all the inflammatory foods and replace with anti-inflammatory foods. So I went plant-based, strictly plant-based. Like my health coach didn't want to me to eat anything that was processed at all. Even when it came to just supplements and taking mm-hmm. vitamins, she was like, no, you need to get your supplements and your vitamins from food. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to eat a pound, one or two pounds of a of greens a day. And, um, I just started since it was, that's so much to consume (laughs) in one day. I was packing it in a smoothie or Mm -hmm. I would make a juice. So it was easier for me. And I also went raw. I went raw vegan as well. So it's a, it's a not, not a fun diet, but if you have an end goal, you just have to do it. You just keeps you going. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Mm-hmm. I had an attitude a couple of times with my coach. Bless her heart, but <laughs> <laughs> but she stayed on me. She gave me my tough love because I was tired of eating leaves yeah. and right. soup, and it was just I was over it. So well, yeah, but, it's like so different than it sounds like how you were eating before, and it's a huge change. Yes, <laughs> huge it change. Was so dramatic. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's great. It sounded like it worked for you. Yes, it did. So then at that point, you said you were working a, um, a desk job. At, at what point did you decide, you know what? I think I want to become a holistic nutritionist. 
Well, um, so when I was making my smoothies and juices with my health coach, I was posting it on my Instagram and people were just saying, Hey, can you make me a juice? I want a juice. Can you make me a juice? (laughs) And I was like, okay. So I was just making it for friends, but it just grew. And I was like, okay, I need to like create a website and a price sheet. I didn't know what I was doing, but I just threw something together. And one day, and I just started, I just announced like, Hey, a website, you can now order. Um, and the orders just started coming in. And that's the reason why I came up with the name Amber Got the Juice, where people were calling me Amber Got the Juice. Oh my but gosh. <laughs> that's that's where it came from. Um, so I just rolled with it. And then people started to um, ask me about um, how did I get into it? And I started sharing my story more. And then people who was dealing with the same thing I was dealing with, rheumatoid arthritis, um, were reaching out, asking for help. They wanted to put their disease to remission. And so I was like, okay, I need to feel more qualified to be able to assist um, these people reaching out to me. So I ended up getting my certification in um, health coaching. So I I received my certification in health coaching. But I still feel like I needed to know more information um, around food, how that works, the different vitamins, minerals, how the body works, different functions of the body. Um, because, I, of course, I went to Dr. Google for a lot of my research. I picked up books and off of my personal experience, I knew a lot, but I just feel like I needed more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am in school right now receiving my master's in holistic nutrition That'll be done in December. It was kind of like a blessing in disguise type thing. It definitely wasn't planned. Well, congratulations. That's exciting. There's nothing like talking to someone who's been through exactly what you're going through to be able to guide you through it, which it sounds like you're, you're doing to help other people. Yes. So Amber, you're welcome. I, I loved what you said Um, in one of your posts about how you can't heal a body that you hate, which I think is so true. Um, Will you talk to us about any like tips that you would recommend having gone through it yourself or things that you recommend to clients that really, you know, give compassion to a body that is attacking itself or to an immune system that isn't working, you know, properly, or how do you have people know, just have more compassion for the, for their bodies. Yes, absolutely. So, um, when working with my clients, the first thing I do is tackle the mind because it's all mental when it comes to your health, all mental, you have to have a strong mental to be able to change your, or switch your bad habits because you probably had bad habits to get into the position that you're in now to Mm -hmm. actually create healthier habits. So um, for me, I knew that worked and I know it works for a lot of my clients is creating um, anchors. I like to call them anchors. And they are just different reminders that um, the reason why you're on this journey, this healthier journey. Mm -hmm. And that could be affirmations that you would like to say daily. So create your own affirmations to speak life, speak health into your, into your journey. 
um, you can have um, a picture of yourself that you that reminded you of how you were happy or you were at your healthiest to kind of look at to make sure that you stay on track. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be you journaling um, and you seeing how you are mentally daily. Just read back and and see where you're at. And if you need any improvements, then you need to do some shadow work, talk to yourself, see how you can improve because writing things down can also be a stress reliever. And I definitely recommend that to a lot of people to kind of get those thoughts on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, another way could be some type of accountability to kind of keep you on track. That can be a great anchor. For me, it was my sister who encouraged me when I broke down. She was my my voice of reason um, mm-hmm. to get through my journey. So to have that accountability person to kind of help you through that and mm-hmm. remind you that you got this, you can do this. I've they've been there, you know, through your your bad times, and they're going to be there through your good times to remind you mm-hmm. that you got it, you got this. So definitely. Yeah. That will help you stay mentally strong to keep going. Do you find that many of your clients have a, a hard time with that? Like they find it awkward or challenging to begin? Yes, yes, yes. Because life happens. And if, if, you, if I'm telling you to stop doing something you've been doing for years, mm-hmm. it takes some time to actually to adjust And so, yeah, I have a lot of clients that struggle with uh, creating more healthier habits for themselves, Mm -hmm. but we, we get it done. We get it done. (laughs) (laughs) That's my biggest challenge, like for myself is being my own cheerleader. You know, it's like, I'm happy to do that for a friend or a family member, someone I love, you know, keep you like your sister, you know, it's like, but to do that for myself is a whole nother animal. And it does take some practice and some new putting some new foundation in place for that to actually happen and yeah. um yeah it's like it takes a little bit of time so yes, yes, yes. thanks for sharing that amber one of the main reasons i wanted to have you on today was to talk about hydration and like what an advocate you are for proper hydration i it's something that mm. i'm personally so interested in myself as i have recently realized like you know downing you know, 64 ounces of water a day is great, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're hydrated, especially if you're not getting some really vital minerals that are required for your body to like absorb it Mm -hmm. and to assimilate it. Um, I know that there are so many waters available right at the store. It's like an entire aisle now and they're not all created equally. Can you help us break down the differences between a lot of these popular waters and which ones you recommend and why you recommend them? Yes. So I definitely recommend um, spring water. I know alkaline was like a big craze, Mm -hmm. like drink alkaline water, which a lot of companies hopped on that, which put a bad name on alkaline water. It put a bad name um, to alkaline water. um, So a lot of companies were... Um, putting chemistry in, in waters, which wasn't, it was no longer alkaline water. It was alkalized water. Mm. Will you talk to us about what alkaline water is and like what the difference is between those two? So um, alkaline water is basically, it has pH in the water and it has minerals. 
that your body need to function. Um, it has, uh, it can have potassium in the water. Um, it can have iron in the water. So it's different minerals in the water. Mm-hmm. But the the companies were actually creating these minerals in the water, which was making it alkaline. But it was, it's not natural. It didn't come from the earth. Oh, like synthetic chemicals? Like they're just putting it in? Yes, 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 absolutely. So I personally recommend just looking for spring water because spring water is alkaline water. Um, and you will see on certain certain bottles of water, you will see naturally alkaline or naturally spring water, um, which it is alkaline. And you can make your water alkaline anyway, just off of food. I like mm-hmm. to um, put key limes in my water because mm-hmm. key limes is alkaline fruit so if you just put that in your water boom now you have alkaline water got it yeah so spring so the also mineral water that is also spring water that is alkaline water but if you just if you're not that privy in looking at the ingredients or looking because water does have ingredients if mm-hmm. you didn't know um then i'd say just look for more so spring water when going shopping mm-hmm I know that Mountain Valley Spring Water is one of your favorite brands. I actually just saw some at the store that was on sale. So I grabbed some and <laughs> it's, <laughs> I know that, um, you know, it has everything kind of the minerals that you're talking about, like um, the, I noticed that it has like sodium and magnesium and potassium, which I've seen are also in those like element um, powder pouches. I don't know if you're familiar with those. Okay. I'm obsessed with those. I love them so much. (laughs) I know they have natural flavors in them um, and stevia, you know, for some of the better tasting flavors. And uh, I don't even care because it's so good. And I feel, (laughs) I feel really, I feel a difference. I feel, I guess, more hydrated. I feel like my mind is clearer, you know, Um, I posted to my own Instagram recently that symptoms of like anxiety and depression that I had been experiencing before kind of went away almost like it, I felt like my mood was lifted and I just thought to myself, oh my gosh, am I just not getting enough of these minerals, right? That are in this water. And -hmm. do you find that for yourself? Yes. Um, actually me and my friend were talking uh, a couple of weeks ago and we were saying that the reason why we feel like a lot of people are battling these symptoms like tired, fatigue or whatever is because we are lacking minerals in yeah. our food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and which, you know, you get that from water and food as well, but yeah, we're definitely lacking the minerals. Yeah. What are some foods that um, would be good to get some of these minerals? Like, well, first of all, would you say that like sodium, magnesium and potassium are the some of the most important and would you add anything to that? Um, yes, yeah, so those are the top that I recommend that you definitely need. And of course, you need your iron. You, mm. you need iron um, that plays a role with the blood. So, yeah, so those are the main ones that I definitely recommend for my clients because that's when those are the ones that we lack. Like if you were to go to, you know, get some blood work done from your doctor, you most likely will see those three or four mm. um, that we are lacking. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I always recommend getting your dark leafy greens. That's your that's your kale, dandelion, spinach, 
Um, also the herbs, parsley, sprinkle herbs on top of your food, parsley, mm-hmm. cilantro, um, things like that. So plant-based foods, whole mm-hmm. foods, foods that don't actually have the ingredients in the back. Mm-hmm. If you pick up an apple, it's an apple. You can turn the apple in circles. You would not see an ingredient because it's just an <laughs> apple. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, no one but no one but a farmer is making money off of that. yeah yeah i noticed um like just even at like fancy restaurant or an office even like people are putting like cucumbers and watermelon and things in their water to help it not only taste better but it sounds like to be able to just actually leach the minerals out of some of those um foods and so Mm -hmm. that you're easily assimilating them are there any besides key lime are, are you putting anything else into your water at home um no, I pretty much stick with key lime. I know a lot of people like to do cucumbers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but key lime is very strong when it comes to making your water alkaline and getting those minerals in there. Mm-hmm. So notice as I'm saying key lime and not lime. Um, oh, is there a big difference? Well, key lime is 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 alkaline lime is more so like man-made a lot of those are man-made and if you look at key limes you notice the seeds are are bigger than the actual limes so you want to go for the little baby ones Uh uh-huh and not the big ones yeah got it okay cool so you've been talking a lot about alkaline water and um i've been hearing a lot of like health and nutritionist circles, the difference between like alkaline and acidic and your body's pH level. And can you talk to us a little bit about what makes someone's body acidic versus someone's body is more alkaline and where do we actually want our body's pH level to be? And, um, what are some of the foods that maybe help with that beyond like, um, key lime and, and some of these citrus that you're mentioning? Yes. So our body does have its own natural uh, pH buffer. So our body is not going to, for the most part, is not going to allow our bodies to become too acidic um, or too alkaline. But there are some cases where people bodies do go to alkaline, I mean, too alkaline or too acidic. Um, but for the most part, we do have our own natural uh, pH buffer. But um, someone who who are who is consuming more so processed foods, starchy foods, um, carb foods, your body is more acidic than the most part in that moment. I mean, your body is going to adjust when need be. But if you're a person who just consume a lot of processed foods, then you will most likely experience. Um, you know, the heartburns, uh, fatigue, rashes, skin mm-hmm. problems, mm-hmm. Um, mood swings. Um, for my women who for, that experience menstrual cycles, uh, you will experience horrible cramps. Mm-hmm. I've tested that myself with me and my clients. Um, if you eat more alkaline, your cramps won't be as bad. <laughs> and those PMS symptoms won't be as bad. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, alkaline. Um, you want to make sure that you're getting those those whole foods, like I mentioned, those foods without the ingredients, those foods 
um, iceberg lettuce, um, oranges, mm-hmm. grapefruit. Like people will think grapefruit is, is acidic, but once you digest it, it becomes alkaline. So, yeah. So you just want to make sure you have a nice balance. I mean, meat is acidic too. It's part of the acidic part of mm-hmm. the of the rim. Um, but you, so you also want to manage how much meat you, you intake as well. So you want to stay between the a 7.4 when it comes to the pH scale. But like I mentioned earlier, your body has a natural pH buffer. So it's not going to allow your body to go over overboard. It's mm-hmm. like there are cases that your body, which is go crazy. Right. It would stop us before. Yeah. Right. Well, it's interesting just thinking about like our water intake since our bodies are what, like 80% water or something crazy. It's like, you want to be drinking kind of the right water, which I meant to ask you, have you, did you end up reading that food babe, like expose earlier this year about sparkling water? I have not. I have not. I'm going to forward it to you. I'll link it in the show notes below as well. She she, um, I think it was in January or February, she published this report on sparkling water because she was obsessed with that brand Topo Chico. Have you seen okay. that? It's like in those glass bottles. Yes. And um, Consumer Reports had published this like alarming study about how Topo Chico had was one of the worst offenders for having like a really high level of what's called like PFA chemicals. Oh, what? I know. I'm like, I'm, I, I read it and I was sort of horrified because, um, you know, we like our family has drinking Topo Chico before, but also like some of the offenders on there are like LaCroix, Perrier, Poland Spring, Bubbly, which is like everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, Polar and Canada Dry. So, um, you know, it's a lot of like what's at the store and what people are getting. And, um, you know, I wasn't familiar with this, but like PFAs are a group, they stand for like a group of 5,000, um, basically fluorinated chemicals that are being put into these, um, drinks that have been used by like big companies and they're not regulated by the FDA. So there's Mm -hmm. no like limits or anything. So anyways, I just mentioned that because like we've been buying Trader Joe's sparkling water for like 18 months now. And I, we love it. And I'm sort of (laughs) nervous that like, you know, we should just be focusing on like our water at home, you know, and making, um, drinks at home. Now I was happy to see though, for anyone listening, that's interested that like Spindrift and San Pellegrino were some of the, um, and mountain actually mountain Valley, your favorite mountain Mm -hmm. Valley were listed as like the top three that didn't have you know, that tested negative or for very, very low amounts of this stuff. So anyways, um, all to say we, we do like, we have, um, an underwater or excuse me, an under the sink filtration system for our water at home. And I was curious if you do anything, you know, at home, if you have a, any sort of filter or how you're taking in your water. Um, I don't, I don't have any filtration at all. I mean, I do have a filter built in, in my refrigerator, but I don't have any in my sink or my shower, but that is, thank you for bringing that up. Cause I've been meaning to do that for yeah. probably a year now. Um, because even this year shower, you need to have oh, I know. filtration. I know we have, oh. you know what? Um, I don't know if you've heard of Aquasana or Sante. We have a shower filter called 
It's called the destroyer. It's from, I think it's from Sante, but it works. It seems to work pretty well. We actually have to reinstall it in our shower. We had taken it down to, to change it out, but yeah, even in your shower, right? Like your skin and your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, was recently reading something about how, you know, the government is like responsible for making sure our water does not have like bacteria and things really harmful, right? Diseases that are in our water. But as far as like chemicals and things like, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there that, um, that they don't regulate and things that, you know, can dry out your hair, your skin, or just are not safe to absorb. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot, I think I read, um, here, I have a study actually, the environmental working group said that tap water that's flowing into 85% of American homes contain about 316 contaminants. So that's like, I mean, motivation enough for me to like start talking to my husband about getting a whole house filter or like something. So we're yes. not just bathing in all this stuff. I know it's crazy. I'm probably going to go to Amazon like right now. I know. Right. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you too. So I, you work with clients and um, I'm sure that hydration is part of the program that you're trying to get them on. What no, what results have you noticed with clients who are actually like properly hydrated, whether it's drinking enough water or getting enough minerals? Do you, do you hear from them or do you notice a difference? Yes. Um, they are experiencing more energy. That's Most definitely. One. They are sleeping more and they're less likely to snack. You know, less likely to snack. Interesting. Yes, less likely to snack because you're drinking now. You're drinking your water. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes people snack for boredom or, you know, they have these weird cravings. But yeah, I've noticed that um, once you drink more, um, you just feel overall better. You have more energy. You feel you feel lighter. You feel mm-hmm. like a ray of sunshine. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So definitely get that water in. Hmm. Hmm. Amber, what else are you recommending to your clients? You know, b- beyond kind of um, incorporating some of these like alkaline foods and, and getting hydrated, are there and mindset too? Are what else are you um, working with clients on, or what what patterns are you seeing? I make sure I um, let my clients know that your health is a priority. So I, I push that a lot to my clients, like how you make sure you get up in the morning or whatever to make sure you go to work or make sure that your, your child is well-dressed or different things you feel like is a priority. You need to make sure that you're on the same scale as your health. Mm. So I help my clients create some form of schedule, eating schedule, mm-hmm. um, whether that is you picking a day to meal prep, meal plan, um, one thing that I've done with my client, which was super cute because she had, you know, a lot of people who have children and like, well, my kids eat this way and they don't want, <laughs> they don't want to eat like this. So how do I make that work? Um, so what she actually came up with this idea and she creates what they're going to eat Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, they go out on Saturday and Sunday um, but Monday through Thursday, they eat healthy. And then so they can look forward to Friday because Friday is like their bad meal, like their cheap <laughs> meal. Because it's all about balance, it's all about moderation. We're yeah. human. Sometimes you want to indulge. Um, so I definitely don't discourage that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, every day the kids run to the refrigerator and look to see what they're eating today. 
And they look forward to Friday and Saturday and Sunday because Saturday and Sunday they need to go out and eat. And then Friday needs to have like some pizza or something. Yeah. So making it a part of your lifestyle, making it a priority, coming with some type of schedule. Um, I try to, for me, I try to stay consistent on what times I eat lunch and dinner. Definitely. Um, breakfast kind of do its own thing, mm-hmm. but I make sure I try to stay consistent when I eat my lunch and dinner to kind of keep my metabolism in some type of order. But you definitely want to incorporate what you're eating um, on your weekly, daily schedule. You should always know what you're eating the next day. It kind of helps if you're, you are living a, or trying to improve your health. Absolutely. Are you noticing differences just in your day-to-day, like when you say you're monitoring like your metabolism and stuff, or is that something that you're regulating yourself or do you, have you gone in and gotten like tests um, from your holistic doctor or, you know, how often are you getting like blood tests or do you even feel the need to do any of that anymore? Um, So I listen to my body a lot and what I, my body pretty much tells me like, okay, you need to let go of this for a while. Like right now I'm gluten-free. Um, Cause I feel like when I was consuming gluten, I was just, it was just, I was starting to get more bloated. Yeah. Um, I'll start to experience bloating. So I'll let me, let me remove gluten and see if that will help, which it helped tremendously. I, my energy has skyrocketed. So I may be gluten sensitive, which I'm kind of sad about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I did, <laughs> I did go, I don't know if you heard of Everly Well. No. So Everly Well is like a kit that gets shipped to your house and they have different types of kits. They have, um, I don't even want to lie, but the one that I had shipped to me was food sensitivities because I wanted to see if anything I'm eating right now was just causing any sensitivities in my body. So you poke your finger, you put blood, it's kind of gross, but you squeeze blood on this paper and you ship it out and then they test different foods and they send you a list of food that may be causing inflammation in your body. Um, so wheat was one of them, which is gluten. Yep. Um, they were saying that it's it's not extreme, but it is mild in my system. So it that verified me because I already knew, but just actually seeing it on paper, yep. um, it kind of verified that, okay, yes, I need to slow down with my gluten. Yeah. So yeah, I still get tested on my body just to make sure I'm on the right track. It's awesome that you can just do it yourself. You know, I, I think I, maybe I have seen an advertisement for that. It sounds familiar or maybe there's just another brand that, you know, does something similar, but to be able to just like, you know, not have to go through insurance or get a referral or whatever, see a doctor in order to do that, to just like have it sent to your house, do it at home and then get the results back. It's very, it's like you're, I don't know, just feeding like your autonomy. Like I'm in charge here. I'm just going to do it on my own. Um, I love that. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes, it's, it's a lot of different brands that do the same thing. I just kept seeing the Everly Well ads everywhere. And I was like, let me just try them. I'll just do that. <laughs> Enough. I'll just do it. <laughs> right. right. So Amber, you're finishing your master's this year, which is amazing. Thank you. Um, along your journey, what other like people or resources inspire you, you know, whether it's, um, authors or speakers or books or anything that, um, has really been resonating with you lately? Yes. Um, so I actually look at, um, 
his Instagram is Dr. Holistic, but it's Dr. Bobby Price. I've been following him since the beginning of my journey. And I read his book, which, like I mentioned earlier, your health is all mental. So the more information you know, the more it will help you on your journey. Um, so he came out with a book called Education Over Medication, which is a super easy read. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me, it helped me look at food differently. He even goes into different cultures and how they eat and how they're actually living longer than Americans. Mm-hmm. So I learned a lot about that book. So I do um, follow people on Instagram. That's on the same page as me. Yeah. Kind of keep me inspired because I love learning something new mm-hmm. um, when it comes to health. So just and just friends that's on the same mindset also helps you helps me with my growth. So definitely yeah. um Instagram has has is the goat um with me linking and networking and finding like-minded people. Me too. I feel the same way. It's interesting. And also just opens up your world to like everyone literally in the world, right? Someone in Australia or in Asia or wherever um, doing something really interesting that can inform your own work or inspire new ideas. Yes, absolutely. So Amber, who is your ideal client? What, What kind of person or... I don't know, stage, or even if there's like a specific um, ailment that you're, that you really, you know, enjoy helping people treat. um, I'd love to know who your ideal person is to have. Yes. Um, So my ideal client is someone who was like me, Um, someone who is lost and is possibly battling some type of disease, illness, um, that they would like to finally manage and hopefully put into remission. I don't promise my clients that your disease can go into remission because everybody's body is different, but I can definitely help you manage it. Um, not to offend anyone, I try not to get anybody who wants to just lose weight because that's mm-hmm. not what I preach. Um, I yeah. like to focus on being overall healthy people who usually come to me like I want to lose weight I took on clients on creating a plan for them to lose weight but nine times out of ten they don't follow through um, because their why is not big enough they just want to lose weight to look good whereas my ideal client who's actually battling some type of illness their why is a little bit stronger. So they are willing to, you know, stick with the plan, follow it through to see the results. Yeah. Yeah. They want to feel good, right? Yes. They want to feel good. Mm-hmm. Finally feel good. They want to stop being sleepy. I'm tired of yes. being sleepy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you currently offering clients who come to you? Um, so right now I am offering a customized, which is doing really well right now, a customized nutritional plan, usually during the season, summer, almost going into the holidays. A lot of people are not trying to be super healthy, um, <laughs> right. which is understandable, but what's doing really well is my nutritional, customized nutritional meal plan. Um, so there's two calls with me. The first call is me digesting on what your 
health goals are, me creating a customized meal plan. So I put recipes in there. I put um, times that I feel that you should be eating regarding what your schedule. You tell me vitamins that you need to be taking daily, um, different supplements, recommendations that I um, think you should do. Foods I feel like you need to remove, reduce. Mm -hmm. Um, Foods I feel like you need to incorporate. Uh, different knowledgeable things on how to read food labels, what you should store in your pantry, different. I put a lot in there depending on what you need in that moment. So, um, and then the, once I create it for you, it takes about 14 days. We hop on a call and we go through it together to make sure that you are clear and understand where I am um, reaching for. And I also do one-on-one, but the one-on-one is more so people who are battling um, some type of gut health disease, which is most likely those autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. And that is a six to eight week boot camp program. So we get down to the nitty gritty so we can, we can get your body back on track. Oh, wow. Is that, sounds like it's more involved. Yes. We, I'm in your face. We're, we're, (laughs) We getting things done. Yes. Yeah, getting in there and getting out, right? You probably want these people to to not have to come back to you anymore, you know, yeah, after that. That's sober. the goal. I tell them every time, I'm like, that's the goal is to, so you can do it yourself. I mean, you can come check check back in, but no, we're going to get you, we're going to get you right. I love that. And are you working with clients all over? Or I know you're in Atlanta. I don't know if you focus on local clients or, re, you know, work remotely. Yes, I have clients all over. I've actually had my first overseas client last year. She is, she's in Africa. Oh my gosh, so cool. Yeah, Yeah. really fun. Well, Amber, where can we find you? You can find me um, on Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, Amber got the juice or my website, www.ambergotthejuice.com. Facebook, Amber got the juice. Email info at Amber got the juice. <laughs> so you can honestly just Google Amber got the juice. Which I'm so excited about that. Yeah. And I will pop up. So it's very easy to find me. I love it. And I should ask, are you still selling juices or no? I am not selling juices, but I have a juice bar in the works. So that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I have that in the works. So I'm super excited. So I will get back into juicing. I love it. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Well, Amber, thank you so much for your time. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This was so fun. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find me over at healingcorner.net or over at healing underscore corner on Instagram. That's it for me today. Thanks again for being here and see you next time. 